0: bottoms
1: up
0: welcome back to the shot topics podcast this is she k also known as she conquered this is miss lovely leah Okay, and guys, we are back. Now, you know we like to be very transparent with our audience. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, we took a little hiatus. We know you have seen that. (laughs) But it was much needed, especially for 2020 and everything that has occurred. And then we wanted to prepare so much different things that can be beneficial to you guys in the upcoming year of 2021. Before we do jump into our topic today, we just want to do a wellness check with everyone listening and if you're in your car right now or wherever you at just do a wellness check how mentally available are you today how emotionally available are you today as you enter the world that's one thing that when you wake up before you give so much to the world try to give that to yourself and even when we bring our energy in here we have so much things going on in the outside world as individuals because even though we're hosts we're human first. We're women first. We're individuals first. Mm-hmm. But
1: Aaliyah, how are you? I'm good. Like, the hiatus has been great. You know, I, I feel like a lot of people, or you know, we we need some space every now and again. Mm-hmm. You know, as as individuals. But um, I'm good. I, I feel uh, really good. I'm ready to. Just, I'm ready for what 2021 has to offer me. So, yes, 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 yes. (laughs) I'm ready. What about you, CK? How you doing? I feel like I'm
0: good. I feel like honestly, with all the things we went through in 2020, Mm -hmm. it was needed. Oh, absolutely. It was definitely needed. A wake up call. A A lot of things were wake up calls. Yeah, absolutely. Being learning how mentally available you are and emotionally available you are, and I think when you're aware of your amount of availability that you can give other people Mm -hmm. it allows you to give to feed yourself yeah and also with your friends that can't really balance it are you do you have enough mental space to take on what they're dealing with before you just uh, answer that phone call things like that you gotta think about things like that before you answer that call it's okay to be on do not disturb because this pandemic has taught me the importance of turning that moon on on my phone, honey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some days I go on a forty eight hour hiatus and I'm on do not
1: disturb. Yeah, not even just for your friends. I even I would even go as far as saying to your family too because oh. Lord knows well, I'm like, number one on the list. So that's <laughs> not a question. Family, I love you, but y'all <laughs> know sometimes y'all can just bug a sister. Like, come on, can I get can I get a break? <laughs> you yeah. know. So but yeah. now.
0: This week, you know, now we're in 2021, coming up into 2021, were there some things that you struggled with that you weren't able to cope with or you weren't
1: able to cope with? Um, coming into some, so coming into 21, like
0: into 2021, or just some things that
1: probably stood out in 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, some things that I weren't able to cope with. Well, number one, I would say is working from home has definitely (laughs) taken me to a mental place where it's just like, Ooh, I never know I felt like a caged animal until now because it's just, you know, I look forward to now, like when I log off, um, especially now it's dark outside. I just need to to drive or like Mm -hmm. get outside and just do something. So that was kind of an adjustment, even though I think we both had that um, opportunity to work from home. But it's just like now it's like mandated. So yeah. it's like I can't I can't go into work even if I wanted to. Even if you wanted to. So that that's been a little bit hard to struggle uh, deal with. Um well on my end. It was just mentally, it's just like, Oh, I'm just sitting up here like
0: We've been working from home now nine no, what? March, so it's January. So yeah, yeah about ten months. So yeah. what
1: did you start doing to kinda cope with that? Um, like I said, just, um, whenever it's time you know, to go, drive. go for a drive, go outside, go for what, like in the springtime I would go for a walk. Um, it's cold now. I know now. now <laughs> right. Exactly. So. Now if I don't go for a walk or if I don't go for a drive, I'll go in like my guest room and spend like maybe 30 minutes to myself and just kind of meditate. like I have candles and I love candles. Yeah. so just meditate to myself, get myself in another space. and I actually um <laughs> I would say um, I don't know if you guys saw on social media, but I did buy I bought a telescope and I put it up around then la- around the fall and so just another hobby I'm getting into so we'll talk about that later doing episodes. but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing just keeping myself busy, you yes. know what about you? Well,
0: I've been really focused on my health. Not that I haven't before. I've always mm-hmm. been a big advocate for healthy habits. But working from home, yeah, I started getting cabin fever. Yeah. And then, you know, with the toddler, it's just trying to find new ways to keep them active mm-hmm. cuz I have to be available all day. <laughs> <laughs> all day. I'm talking like just just all day. So, um one thing that I struggled with was getting my daughter back on a healthy schedule. So at first we had like a little rocky situation with her school. I wasn't really liking the, the program and different things with that. So I actually almost... I gave up for probably a week. I didn't almost give up. I gave up for a week. I didn't let my daughter log going. And then the school called me. Do you want to take her out? I said, yeah, just take her out of the program. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, no, I don't want to take you out. <laughs> I was like, what? You just asked me. I said, yeah. She was like, no, but what's wrong? And that the fact that they fixed the issue, it just let me. Because she cared, it made me get my act together like let me let my baby log on and next time I'll communicate instead of just being like F this program and yeah. <laughs> disconnected. So and that's something that I kinda learned about myself that we'll go more into as we go down the road. But one way I kinda cope from from that struggle that I, I dealt with also is introducing more healthcare tactics. So me on this, this fitness journey that I'm on, I am now officially down
1: 32 pounds whoa i know and i can tell i can tell yeah. you a good girl listen give yeah. me some more tips because <laughs> we in a new month and i'm trying to get my life together on the hit uh health uh tip so yeah
0: it, it's definitely dedication and um i just started learning and realizing that i was kind of like eat sleeping and breathing health like mm-hmm. just going to different youtube diff- looking at different tips and being the person that I want to be, you know, and I just start living into that. So now I try to go to the gym five days a week, at least four, you know, and I try to do an hour and a half, try to stick to a strict, not not a strict, because I learned that you can't kind of, like, restrict yourself too much, but mm-hmm. just healthy habits. But that that's another story, but that, that definitely was a big one, a big one for us. But like we said, now 2020, anything could happen. So the drink of the day is Hennessy. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, Idiot everything happened in 2020 that could have happened, but we are here now in 2021. So we're gonna drink today.
1: Bottom Bottoms up. up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. And I we haven't been drinking like that. Mm-mm. So this is kind of different. But we, we gonna, <laughs> but we're gonna keep it live. We're gonna keep we're gonna keep it funky. Mm-hmm. Um so today our topic is Victory lap. I love that. I love it too. Gotta
1: say it again. Victory lap. Yes, girl. A
0: prolific. I'm the type that's gonna go. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we all know Nipsey, Hupsey, N- Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey hustle. Prolific. um Victory lap album. Hopefully, we don't know what stage we're in with COVID and everything in 2021. But hey, this is a victory lap. We gotta go. Go get it. We gotta do. What we gotta do, and keep pushing for it. And we know that everybody definitely has their what they see as pushing through into the next level, into the next elevation of their life. And that's one reason why we chose that topic. Mm -hmm. Now, some pros and cons that we're gonna go over for 2020 that we're gonna turn into a
1: positive for 2021. One con is not being with family. I know, you know, and I believe we can all speak on it, I can speak on it for myself. I'm so used to, like, this past Christmas and the holidays. um, I'm so used to, like, all of them. I have a big family. I think Mm -hmm. you do, too. We all, like, spent all of the um, uh, holidays. Every Christmas holiday, we spent together. And this year, it was just different. It was just real intimate. Um, It wasn't as big. And it's just like, okay, it's different. But, you know, I still felt the warm vibes inside. And I still felt, you know... um, I still felt it, but it was—it did feel like it, what, there wasn't something missing. I, yeah. I miss my mom. Like, I miss my mom, my dad, and my sisters. I miss seeing, like, I sent them some presents and stuff, so I was able to not see them, like, how they react to some of the stuff I sent yeah. them. But, yeah, that was just one of the cons, I mean, I guess, because, you know, you're used to one thing, and now you have to cope, and maybe you just don't know what's going to come out of this. Like, maybe this is going to be the norm.
0: Right, and then yep. that brings us into our pro, that find new ways to love and show mm-hmm. people you care about them. Um, so, yeah, I also have a pretty pretty large family, and we started this tradition now three years ago when we have, like, our Christmas get-together. And so my sister-in-law, this is her first Christmas without her mom, mm-hmm. you know, since she lost her mom during COVID back in April. So it was definitely different, you know, for them. We decided to keep our tradition, though. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, we would invite, like, extended family members, but for this Christmas get-together, we just kind of kept it just immediate family we wore our masks, and we do know masks are not 100% preventative um, for some people who don't like to wear the mask. But we decide to be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. So please do the same. Exactly. I <laughs> can't see people like, oh, I guess we got to wear the mask so we won't get COVID. Or COVID like, only goes out of one door. When right. We have, like, one door to go into. Listen,
1: if you don't want to wear the mask, and stay your ass at home There, Stay your don't ass Don't come home. out. Don't jeopardize <laughs> nobody else because of your lack of
0: insincerity. But. hmm Well, that brings us to the next con, which is the mask.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The mask, and um, No, I'm not going to lie. So, like, we, I went recently to the mall, and, like, just looking around at people, it's just like, damn, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. Like, just looking around, like, everybody has their mask on. But, you know,
0: that was, like, China's normal before. Really? Like, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people would wear masks. Like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't everybody, but you had some people who wear masks. Mm -hmm. And I used to always think about that randomly, like, places that's highly populated, like, diseases like mm-hmm. that was always just like a thought for me or whatever yeah. right like oh well whatever nobody else thought about it, so it's of like whatever but mask on top of the social distancing that's a con to an extent you know like when you go out with your friends of course you're with your friends but mm-hmm. they, they're probably gonna not make you social distance but
1: a pro about it is common
0: damn courtesy. I hope social distance taught people common courtesy. <laughs> I
1: know. Don't be all up on me while I'm sw- uh, shopping for some stuff at the grocery store or right. at the mall.
0: Like, you behind me, you close enough to read the number on my car. Like, hello, <laughs> back up, sis. Like,
1: back up. Yeah.
0: And um, I, I was in Publix one time. And I was about to go to the mangoes and this guy was standing over there and his mask was not on his nose. Mm. He sneezed and it sounded wet and he Ew. like wiped his nose. Then he put his mask back on his nose. Oh, well, it's a good fucking time to put it back on now. <laughs> now I can't even. Get, did I he tell? He yes, yes, snitch. I, I told. I, I don't blame you. I told. And I had another incident in Publix. So they were trying to get rid of some crab legs. So it, was in, it was in this plastic container. And... This lady, we're, we were both African American, and it was these people <laughs> behind us. I don't know what they were, but they weren't black. <laughs> they weren't Mexican either. For those who are inquiring, I don't know what they <laughs> were, um, but they picked up this container of crab legs, and he put his nose all the way in it and smelled it. Uh. Uh-uh. And I'm and I, me and her made eye contact,
1: like, See? like. Listen, don't be doing that at public. Out of all places, out <laughs> of all places,
0: take that to Walmart. <laughs> oh no, take that. Shit not to at Walmart. <laughs> So they put, then I, I stood there to see if they would put it back. They mm-hmm. put it back. Because first they were hold on, they were going to get it. They put that shit back.
1: Nah. you got to throw that cause away. Because the wife,
0: and girlfriend, whatever, she saw me looking at them. Because once you do something disgusting, I don't care if you see me staring at you. Yeah, things. absolutely. You I need want to you know. to. Yeah, please see me.
1: <laughs> I am the manager. Like, come see me, okay? <laughs> I'll put you out myself. <laughs> and who are you?
0: Who I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> they put it back. That was very disgusting. And. Yeah, that was disgusting. But guys, learn some common courtesy. I will hope yeah. this would, move out. as a pro, let's just pray that this teaches people common courtesy, stand back if you ain't six feet, at least be five feet. But it's it's just rude to be yeah. all up on somebody. It is.
1: Yeah, and I, like you said, I hope it it just comes becomes that becomes a norm now, just common courtesy, giving people space. Yeah, um, another con
0: um, for people with underlying diseases. You know, COVID has affected them the most. Mm-hmm. As a pro, I do feel like it brings a lot of awareness to people, their health, and different lifestyle changes. Right. You know, a lot of, even though a lot of people are trying to capitalize off of it, it's still a good thing. It is. You know, the things that you put into your body is going to have an impact on things like this in the future. Like, are you going to be strong enough to fight it off? And I remember my daughter was like two, and she had a cold. And, you know, when they're that small, you can't really give them a lot of things. So mm-hmm. we went to the doctor, and I wanted her to get the flu shot just because I was, like, so scared. And I don't do the flu shot. And the doctor told me this. She said, honestly, we do not give the flu shot, and we don't recommend it. She said a, hel- a perfectly healthy child should
1: be able to fight it off themselves. Mm-hmm.
0: When she told me that, I was like,
1: okay. <laughs> so what about me, like as an adult? I you know, able,
0: If you're healthy enough, you should right. fight it off without a, a vaccine. Absolutely. So when she said that, it gave me a different outlook on the vaccine. About that, do you plan on taking the vaccine?
1: Uh, No. <laughs> no 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 that's a no for me (laughs) joe
0: it's a no for me it's a no for me as well and um my thing is i'm not like this person that's just anti-vaccine i personally feel like it's too new it is
1: very new it's too new and like you know i've seen like some of the stuff on social media and you know of course that's what everybody looks at right now but do they it doesn't even look like they're giving everybody the shots it doesn't even look real so yeah
0: like the ones that's on tv yeah. oh i just got the shot yeah i know they're giving frontline people and i know a few individuals in frontline that haven't gotten it yet so i will keep you guys
1: posting mm-hmm. on what's going on if they still got their necks still got their toes and it, toes. yeah, one of the things that was going around was um what was that that it was like a delayed uh, i forget the name it was like a like their face, the muscles in their face. I forget the name of the what? sickness. Yeah, like people were having a temporary case of it. I'm gonna look it up really quickly. Oh my but goodness. Yeah, it was a temporary case of just like your muscles, just like like, like people look like they almost had like a, a stroke. Oh. Yeah, on the one side of their face. I had to look it I up, don't but, know, that, but yeah, it's too new. Um, I've never, me personally, I've never had the flu shot. I've never had the flu. Period. So, yeah, me neither. Yeah, now so. I
0: did get the flu shot when I first had my daughter because I had her in January and I had her I had a vaginal delivery. Mm-hmm. But your inside is open, it's freezing cold outside and my doctor at the time recommended it. And because um because I just had her and I was like open and mm-hmm. I I was healing, I didn't want I was more prone to getting sick and, and getting an infection, so I took it. Mm-hmm. But that's the only time I have taken it. Yeah. That's the only time. And um I think my daughter only got the flu shot once. I don't let her get the flu shot. I yeah.
1: But no, you hit the nail on the head. Like you, you have to keep yourself healthy. Um, I know, I think i mentioned this before, but I was on a uh, raw food diet for a couple of weeks and this is last year. And, um, I just felt amazing. Like, yeah. and I think I'm going to start that up in like the next week or so. So
0: listen, what you put in your body is definitely going to impact how you feel. Mm-hmm. And then another thing, you know, with, with mental health and your emotional state, your food is connected Your food is connected to all of that. Like mm-hmm. how much dopamine is going to be produced in your body, everything. Your, your sex drive, your happiness, depression, all of that. Like mm-hmm. there's a chemical balance for all of that. Some therapists will recommend you get on medication sometime when you're clinically depressed. But you can really change your, your freaking diet. You can mm-hmm. really change your diet and see a big impact in your day-to-day moods and how you kind of... Handle things. Did you find it?
1: No. I'm trying to look it up. But yeah, it'll it'll come. I feel like I seen
0: somebody took a it was a picture of someone that somebody posted and said, Yeah, she must have had that vaccine shot. But but one thing, guys, one thing we're looking forward to this month on January 20th, is that inauguration day?
1: We We, did it, Joe. We did it. We did it.
0: So shout out to how do you say her name? Kamala. Kamala. Kam. Kamala Harris, Vice President, Kamala Harris, the first African American um mm. vice president to have that chair in the United States. Now, what we're not gonna do is talk about, oh, when they like this. We're we not gonna do that. <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not even gonna entertain those negative Nancys Congratulations. Shout out to the Democrats. You guys pulled up, pulled through, you guys showed up and I don't care how they try to say it's rigged. They didn't say that last year. Mm -hmm. So, hey. Moving forward, we in there. We are. Be a part of the change, not a part of the problem.
1: Yeah. And I would like to say, like, it's such a a breath of fresh air just having, like, a woman of color in that seat. Because this is the first time. It's the first time for that. It's almost like a shame. Like, we're in 2021 now. You know? And it's just like, damn, it took, like, how many years and decades for this to happen? But it's finally here. And, you
0: know. So, when I was an undergrad, um... That's when I read Obama's book, The Audacity of Hope. Mm -hmm. And I never... It's like sometimes you hear things, but you never feel how impactful it is until you get and you feel this immense amount of hope and determination. You're trying Mm -hmm. to figure out where it comes from. And that's when I started realizing what the audacity of hope meant. You know, like, you know, not to take us back 400 years ago, but to go back 400 years ago. (laughs) You know, like, those slave keepers and slave masters would not want us to have not even the ounce of hope that we can be anything than a slave. So, Mm -hmm. just to have the audacity of hope and actually push through and strive through and get here. Right. You got to be proud of that You have to.
1: You have to. No matter what. And I've seen a lot of people talk about, like, how she was as a senator in California. Was she in California? I think so. I think so. And, you know, how many, what she... Did to black men and put them in jail and stuff. I mean, here's here's one thing I would like to say with that. Like, at the end of the day, yes, we have Don't a woman the of color. Yeah, like we have a woman <laughs> of color in office. You know, we have that. We have, you know, Barack Obama was the first black president as well. But at the end of the day, they're still in a position of power. They still politics. So they have to, there's certain rules and, and, and regulations still apply, they still have to apply to them. Get so, Don't just look at this person like, oh, this is my savior. She's going to take my hand. I mean, yeah. You still got to do the work. You have to do the work. You got to do the work.
0: You have to do the work in your own life. And don't do that damn crime if it's going to apply to you. Them years, that time behind it. (laughs) Because if you out here and you slinging slinging dope, you slinging whatever, like if you know that time comes with 10 and 20 right Mm -hmm. now, don't sling it until you know it comes with 3 to Mm (laughs) 5. You know, like for real. Like, yeah, it's a hard-ass crime, but we know the world fucked up. And I know we're oppressed we are, we are and we have different segregated, like, communi- communities here and everything. Mm-hmm. But, again, don't be a part of the problem.
1: <laughs> I would like to say, though, like, uh, the state of New Jersey did uh, legalize marijuana. <gasps> so I might be moving back. And no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Send me a zip. <laughs> Send me a zip. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, a lot of. I- Girl, I look when for- I came
0: back from Vegas, I brought uh-huh. some weed back. And, uh-huh. um. Girl, just thank God for favor because <laughs> I did not know that you cannot do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got it across state lines. Mm-hmm. I won't do I think it, it
1: again. I feel like it's a matter of time before every state gets with it. Like, how many states have this passed? I know Colorado has been one of them. I have a, um, a roommate or my just roommate. It's crazy just out how there. you
0: have it legal in some states, illegal in others. Like, that's yeah. just retarded. It's just, yeah. I mean, make it legal. You guys going to get your tax-paying money off of it. Exactly. That's the only thing they care about money. You know? So <laughs> by this time, <laughs> I honestly feel like,
1: honestly, they should also legalize Coke. <laughs> <laughs> they d- Hold on. So time out. The state of Utah. Was it Utah? Girl, need, let's see. Yeah, we need we need to fact check this. Let's because. Fact uh check. But yeah, I think it's one of those states they legalize Coke. I want to say Coke. Cocaine. Let's see. <laughs> I think it was the state of Utah, which it's like, mm, who lives in Utah? Let me see. We're going to give it to the farm animals out there. (laughs) Just
0: for the record, not because I want Coke, but the same. I don't want Coke at all. What I'm saying is that it's such a popular drug. Now it's like a, it's almost a household damn drug because all these TV shows we watch. um, What was one of those, HBO um,
1: and I I May Destroy You? I May Destroy You. That was a good one.
0: Even though that wasn't in the U.S., um, but... When you watch these shows, it's like they're doing lines or they're smoking marijuana. Mm-hmm. So it's, I ain't never tried this. So I don't know how that shit happened you, but it's a little more safer than fentanyl because that's what everybody's ODing off of. Not to say, and we're not promoting drugs by no, any means, but I think it'd be a safer space if, okay, you're allowed.
1: It was Oregon. No, they did. Oregon becomes the first state to decriminalize hard drugs like. Cocaine, so they decriminalize it. So if you get caught with it, you won't be thrown in jail or executed or whatnot. Oregon, that's crazy. People with their wagging. Do you and feel like? But let's say, do you what?
0: feel like if they legalize cocaine And this is kind of like my thought process, but I didn't have a long thought process about it. Besides when I said it just now, mm-hmm. if they make cocaine legal, would it less make like the amount of drug addicts lesser or no? Kind of. We got heroin addicts. It doesn't yeah. take away from them. Um, but if it's legal, think about it. People can hold jobs.
1: Yes. <laughs> i don't know i really don't know i really but, but then i th- also
0: heard that coke don't stay in your system long so cocaine users can't hold a job you know
1: they can hold a job anyway and yeah. then um you just i mean you feel i don't know i've never done it but i heard it's just <laughs> like you feel that like five minutes is like oh yes I can, like, damn, climb Mount Everest or something And like, then you know what? And I'm <laughs>
0: going to put this out there, but I know a few people in, like, high positions. They're
1: not even high positions, but people at Charlotte Douglas Airport that's, like, managers and stuff are on coats. You just never know. Even if mm, Girl, yeah, these top listen. companies, <laughs> like, you just never know, okay? <laughs> So I try not to judge, you know, but it's just like, yeah, some states are giving no, the program. No, like, listen,
0: let me find out you want coke. I need a position. Hello? <laughs> Put me up to senior. Hello? Right. Let me find out. <laughs> wrong one. You yeah. and you got the right bitch. Wrong game. <laughs>
1: That's funny. I need that. I'm not going to suck dick to get to the top, but I'm gonna snitch. Listen, we might snitch. You <laughs> <laughs> ain't going to do that, but we might. Yes, yeah, I, I need that right there. <laughs>
0: Okay, so <laughs> another thing. So we're we're looking forward to everything that's coming in twenty twenty one, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, what are some things or people that we are
0: not taking into twenty twenty one?
1: I'm not taking for me. This is a thing. I'm not taking any more doubts. Yes. No more doubts for myself. I think I'm a harsh critic of myself is when it comes to the things that I want to do. Um. Because I'm just different person, personality, like I'm into all this astronomy stuff and everybody's like, oh, what do you want to do with that? What do you? you know, I'm finding, I'm finding my way, navigating through it, but um, there was a lot of doubts behind it. Like, for example, the telescope I got, all these YouTube videos, what I, I actually had to, const- I put it together, right? And all these YouTube videos, there were nothing but like people of other races. I've never seen any black woman, black person use a telescope or at least put one together or do any like videos on it. So it's just like, how far am I going to get with this? Uh-uh. You know, how far uh-uh. am I going to get with this? What am I going to do? Uh-uh. Number one, I don't have my, I, w- I want to reiterate, I don't have my PhD. And people who has that, who have that in that field or who who studies this, it's just like they have that. So they know what they're talking about. It's just like, well, what do I want to do with it? So no more doubts. Um, Wait, I got
0: a healthy cutoff on that one. Mm-hmm. This is one thing that I have learned, and I feel like you need this big time right now. Mm -hmm. One thing that we do, especially as black people, especially as women, and I'm sure as men, but I can't relate, (laughs) <laughs> we always speak negative about ourselves. So yeah. anytime you feel like a negative thought is coming through, switch that up and, and, and speak speak soft to yourself. Speak love to yourself. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes I get up not in the mood and the first thing I do is criticize, criticize, criticize myself. Don't beat yourself down. The world is going to do that shit enough. Exactly. Don't, don't, don't do that. So anytime, like, I have a negative thought, or I try to find reasons why something ain't working. I like I try to shut that down immediately. Yeah, and it's healthy and, and to do that. And sometimes it's hard mm-hmm. because
1: you're in such a run, you know. And it's natural. Like it's we're not saying dismiss those feelings altogether. Like turn never have them. Turn it around. But it's the ability to be able to turn it around. Yeah. So yeah, that's like that's really good that you said that because like I said, I'm in this space where sometimes it's just like. Mm, and then those how weaknesses, far? you
0: gotta look at that shit like a shrimp. Yeah, you know, you you one of the few. Mm-hmm. You yeah. one of the few that I mean, c- come on, we just talked about. Senator,
1: uh-huh. right? <laughs> you say her name, Kamala, K- Kamala, Kamala, Kamala Harris. You, you, right. you said it, so let's keep that going. Yeah, but yeah, Dow, um, What else? Um, what am What am I not taking? Like as far as people, I, I, I'm gonna say this, and you can probably after this, you I know you're gonna piggyback off. I'm just taking people who, even if it's family who are not supportive of your dream or not supportive, I'm sorry, I have to like not saying cut you. I, cutting off is such a strong word, but it's just like, Set a I'm healthy done. balance. Yeah, you I, boundaries. Boundary. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm ba- setting those boundaries. So doubt and just those non-believers, non-supporters, and, you know, those who just, they look at, they don't want you success- yeah. to succeed because they probably feel some type of way about themselves, got to let yes, them Yes, yes, yes. So, yes. so yeah, a lot of times I
0: feel like people do try to overshadow their their negative aspects by mm-hmm. putting it on somebody else, mm-hmm. so, you know? And that's, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's That's kind of disgusting. But hey, that's what people do when people are who they are, but we have the right to set their boundaries. Absolutely. So (laughs) I'm learning that. (laughs) That, That's
1: the good thing about who people are. Um, What about you? What are you not taking? I am not
0: taking, I I think I'll probably word it like how you word it when it comes to people. Mm -hmm. I only want to take with me people who are of love, good intentions supportive people who are genuinely for me, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like, I feel like 2020, even before then though, I always been in a process of elimination in my life, you know, cause I feel like I'm a genuine person. You are. And one thing I don't, I don't really like my energy kind of being tainted or flawed or I don't like being in unsure situation or relationship. So all that, if I have to question anyone or anything, like I I can't do it. You know, and that's 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 when it comes to dating or anything. I just cannot do it, and I feel like one thing too that I'm going to be taking with me is you don't have to give people an excuse of why they're not going with you in
1: 2021. Yeah. Sometimes we all felt I yeah. fall guilty of that. Yeah. You know, and
0: that's one thing I'm realizing. You know, because closure can probably sometimes be a downfall. Sometimes, and you know, if you know enough, you know what you need. That should be all it takes you to move forward. Right. You know. Um. Things that I'm, another thing that I'm not taking with, with me as we're in 2021 20, is product, lack of productivity. Sometimes we're working from home. <laughs> I'll be tired of being home. So I'd be tired. I'd be exhausted. Yeah. You know, and I've been working on that. So I'm in a way better space. So, you know, that didn't come with me. So I'm, I'm in, I'm in a way better space, but it's a struggle. I'm working on it every day. So, <laughs> so it's definitely a struggle there. Um, so, in the pandemic, of course, we're home. Mm-hmm. It's a different norm, but we learn more about ourselves. But what, what's some things that the pandemic
1: taught you? What it it taught me? Uh, it taught me sitting still. Mm. Stillness. Um, stillness, yeah. Sitting still and not not always having that escape route. I think I mentioned this in one of the episodes of The uh, vlog mm-hmm. <laughs> that I'm a person that, you know, if if I see how things are going one way and if it's not in my favor, sometimes I always look for a escape route. Like, I feel like sometimes you're in a, in a box and it's just like, okay, how can I escape? Yeah. Sometimes it's not about how you escape. It's how you deal with being in the box first and then you can escape. You know, I don't, I don't know through. how to, yeah, how do you, yeah, push through. Like, yeah. how do, how can you push through and how can you deal with some of those you can't walk off your
0: journey that's yours. You can't.
1: You can't. So it taught me stillness. Um Yeah, and it taught me to just dig deeper into myself. I I always felt like I'm a uh, self-aware person, but nobody on this damn earth knows it all. Nobody has it together. I I, I don't care how your chakras are in and all that. girl. <laughs> I don't care I, don't, <laughs> I
0: was about to say that. I don't care how much you try to charge your water in right. the sun.
1: I don't care. Like, like nobody Nobody has all no, the answers. Nobody has all the answers. So I'm not always I know still, your no, ancestors. Right. You have to do that research. I'm doing a lot of research on my own, you know, my answers. Then we talked about that earlier. I'm doing a lot of research on my end. But yeah, just just, you know, just teaching me to also um you know deal with the relationship I'm in you know you yeah, guys we had I'm still
0: outside conversation mm-hmm. and you talk about knowing the core of who you are I think that's the a core. really important part when you're being still
1: I can say that you know I know who I am at my core right now yeah and, and that, at 34 years old it don't t- trust me it is a long journey it's still yeah. not done yet but I pretty much have an idea of you know who who is Aaliyah at her core
0: I think the beauty of that is being able to know that at 25, mm-hmm. 30, 34, 40, the, it's a quote, actually, that says, "Um, you can be a mean and one person, you know, every time. Like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. The beauty of it is it's being able to allow yourself that change and allow yourself that growth, mm-hmm. you know, because I think especially as you get older, it's so easy to get stuck in your ways. That's like giving up. Yeah. It's so easy to give up. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to give up. You know what? I might as well do this because this is going to come with too many challenges. I might as well do this, mm-hmm. you know at the core of you are you a person that's just easily defeated yeah you just kind of like easily give up but right. i think that's a, a beautiful thing and i think that's really similar to what i think the pandemic has taught me is mm-hmm. the power of stillness and it taught me hey you don't have to give so much benefit of doubt you know yeah, <laughs> because no, it's kind of easy to make even though some decisions might be challenging, it's kind of easier to make them because at the core, you can decide what you want and what's good for you. Yep. You know, and that that's been that's been a powerful thing behind it. Um, now, also, back to kind of like the lack of productivity thing, it's just because I'm home, I'm not having those same type of relationship builders and interaction at the workplace like I do when we were there. It's kind of like, how do I still stay involved how do i still feel like i'm being a benefit and i know this might sound so coaching one on one but mm-hmm. how do i still feel like uh, like a benefit to the job or like my company's been a benefit to me like how do i still stay motivated to go to the next level you know so one one thing i did was sit still spend some time with myself and i started realizing that i lot of let a, a lot of, i let a lot of good healthy habits i once had go one of them being like writing so yes. You are a writer. <laughs> yes, I feel like um, that's when I got in my place of, like, no creativity. Like, I was lacking creativity. Like, writer's block, it was it was just really heavy. And sometimes you need that, that reset, you know, that kind of, like, step back stillness to sit and just meditate and just be with yourself and understand and learn who you are.
1: And be with yourself, even for those who are out there who have spouses, who are probably even in a relationship you can still be with yourself. Like, don't feel like you have to be with your partner all the time. You know, I need to, you know, this, no, you find your moment and take a weekend off and go somewhere and, and find that for yourself.
0: Yes. And one thing that I seen early on in the pandemic, because everybody's going to like a mental break, I feel like at some point, um, one thing I am, one thing I have started, I began 2021 with the new therapist. So I am super excited. Um, we only have about one session so far. One and a half. We had an intro session.
1: Is it virtual or is it in person? It is virtual.
0: Okay. Um, I'd tell her call me because I'm not about to be looking at you. Especially <laughs> if I start crying, lady. You listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it'd be so weird if I start crying about something on camera. It's gonna get awkward. You're gonna be this, looking hell. like Tyrese. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just
1: messing. No, I mean you gotta do you gotta do what's best and work what's best for you. Is this person like you said is much better than
0: well, the previous one, she started getting... So, before the pandemic mm-hmm. happened, I wasn't going as often because I didn't need it as often. Yeah. And even when the pandemic first happened, I was still using a lot of things that I had learned from talking to her. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of had my mom was well, okay. You know, because it's just me and my daughter... And I try not to kind of like call people one out to unload. I just yeah. feel like that's just a respect, and you don't call people just unload your
1: bullshit. So, that is so respectful. of You like you have no idea how helpful that is for you, for how thoughtful that is. Yeah. With you. So.
0: So I realized, and then I then because I wasn't writing, and sometimes I do voice recorders like therapy too.
1: I know. You taught <laughs> me, and I, I'll be honest, I haven't done it, but.
0: So I had got I got into this like runt where I would just kind of like. Not negative Nancy, but kinda negative Nancy where I didn't want to talk and it wouldn't do anything. But when you do that, it kinda just festers this negative spirit in you. And You have to get it out. You gotta you gotta get it out. You have to. So I wasn't having a patient with my baby. Mm-hmm. The gym wasn't working, like I was just kinda like upset. And then when I get like that, you know, I got a lot of things that I had learned from. I felt myself kind of going back into these
1: negative ways, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so and you know what? And I I want to say, like, that's the beauty of it. Like, I want to say, like, a lot of people are so gung-ho about being perfect, you know, about being like, oh, you know, I was in this space and now I'm perfect. No, that's a part of life. Like, you're going to have moments where mm-hmm. you're just... You know, I've I recently, not too long ago, gone through this. Like, you know, I'm feeling this way, and I need to just, I need to just feel it. And then like, you can
0: let small voices. Cause uh, what happens when you're not in the good spaces? You let small voices from people who have no validity affect how you feel. Right. You know, and then, but but when you know who you are, you're in a confident space. It's kind of like, okay, I know who I am. Like that voice is just what it is. Mm-hmm. Like it's just something in the back that wish they were whatever the case may be. But you know, it, it just doesn't have any kind of effect on you. And along with like, you know, me not unloading my my BS on anybody else, because I I have I had a friend that I had to kinda of like set a boundary with because I feel like, you know, every time I speak to them it's kinda of like and I and I and I love them and I know they're going through what they're going through, but and I know that the power of I understand that we don't communicate on the same level. So I I only give them me when I have it available to give to me. That's and once upon a time, I would get highly offended about this shit and, like, not talk to them anymore, just, like, cut them off. Like, damn, you so selfish, blah, blah. But yeah. now for what? You know, like, if I love you as an individual, some people are flawed, and I you got to recognize that and just kind of like, okay.
1: And then you got to realize, like, this is – I think, like I said, we're both that type of people. Like, people come to you, like, Sheena, you know, I, I need help. You know yeah. and they And the fact that they're coming to you, it almost makes you feel like, okay, I – you know, and it makes you feel like, it makes you feel good, but it's also just like, listen, I really don't have it all together either, so why are you asking me? But people don't know that from the outside, and Right. you have to realize because that. you're so strong. People yeah. see your strength as,
0: like, you don't go through things, but mm-hmm. they don't see the things that you don't speak on.
1: Right, exactly. Because, you know, yeah, exactly.
0: Cause, you know m- most of the time, I'm alone. Most of the time, I'm by myself. Like, I've always been like that, and I didn't even get negative, but I've been by myself to the point where I didn't pull up to a fight by myself. Like, yeah. I, I never cared about... Yeah, and i feel like that plays a lot into the fact that i'm always thinking like i got this yeah you know Mm -hmm. Um, but the therapy definitely helped me manage that stuff in a a very positive light but we have a she knows segment so we're gonna hop right into she
1: knows i missed it She she knows she knows
0: Okay, so Ashino's segment today is featuring Maya Angelou herself. So we have two parts to this, and I'm going to read both of her quotes. The first one, which is probably one of my favorites and one that I never forget, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel.
1: Yes, I love that. I've said that, I think I posted that on the Facebook last year. That is one of my (laughs) faves.
0: That is one of my favorites because one thing I remember coming up is how I always felt after a situation. Even if it's years later, if I'm telling somebody about something I went through, mm-hmm. I can be like, I don't really remember what he said or what she said, but I just remember it really put me in a dark space, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like sometimes being that we're home and we're in a different new normal, mm-hmm. you're you're when, when we're in a run me personally, or other people, you're in a run, And you just start letting all these things come to you from the past that you already let go one time before. But because you're in a fucked up situation, you just need to add more fuel to your bullshit. Mm. Don't do that. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay that you went through that. But the healing part comes with this next quote. It's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself to forgive and forgive everybody. Yes. And I think one thing that we overlook is that we have to forgive ourselves, too. So when I when I'm sitting there and I'm in my run or when you're sitting there and you're speaking doubt into your mind, mm-hmm. you got to forgive yourself for doing that stuff and you got to promise yourself that you ain't going to do that again because you also have to have a relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. Just like we take care of relationship with our girlfriends, with our partners. How is your relationship with you?
1: That that I can't even say. Forgive anything. yourself, sister. <laughs> <laughs> forgive. Forgive yourself, sister. And when, like that is good, like when you talk about like who you are at a core, at your core I think that's one of my, like, we were talking about, what was it, last year we were talking about what's the supernatural powers when oh. that whole conjunction happened. Yeah. And I, but, yeah, I think that's one of my powers is I'm a very, at the core, I'm a forgiving person. Because I know we're human and we're flawed. <laughs> we're flawed. Yeah. We are flawed that's individuals. Good. So it's just like, no matter what, and it just it just depends. Like, you yeah. can me be, but, like, at the... Nine times out of ten, I am just gonna understand where you're coming from, and I'm forgiven. Yeah. So
0: I think that's one thing I had to learn is that er that everybody are different. Like you said, Mm -hmm. everybody is flawed. And um, I'm just gonna speak on this really quick because this is just like a prime example. I think for me was one of the biggest learning thing I had to learn to forgive and move forward and love this person for who they were. And I will talk about this either here or in a book. Is my father. Mm-hmm. I feel like my father, we all when I was younger, we always had like a distant relationship. It's like he was there, but he was just there. Okay. Kind of like to himself. And I hated that about him, right? I'm just gonna just say it. Just I gotta be honest. I hated that about my father. Mm-hmm. And we would get into arguments all the time. So it came to a point where I felt like he was like my enemy. And then as I got older and I started listening and understanding like how he was treated, it's like
1: he couldn't give love because he didn't know love. And that's that's where it stems from. You gotta look at like like you said, the core of every yeah. situation. Like, why is this person acting or why why are you doing this? Like what what's the reasons? And right? you, until you figure that out for yourself, you just never know. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah.
0: Absolutely. So guys, we are gonna take this last shot of Hennessy because anything great is gonna happen while we're in twenty twenty one. You guys keep on manifesting. We still wishing love and health on everyone. Take the tips. Take the time that you need. Sit back. Be still. And once again, we are shot topics and
1: bottoms up. Bottoms up. Peace, love, and light, y'all. And so, I used to love so train. (laughs) Okay, bye, bye.